Put on your seatbelts. We got the keys to the spaceship. It's time to go for a ride. Stay tuned, stay big. It's this new thing for people, and they're sometimes afraid of new things that they don't understand. I'm assuming you enjoy rapping with people like this. I it's love it. This is exactly why I look like. Welcome to the Baker Cast. Sometimes I feel like I'm channeling energy and what I produce are the keys to the spaceship. Aloha, guys. Good to see you out here on the floor, on the streets, doing the grind, yes. getting to witness the function of the whole industry here. Las Vegas Dream Factory, 721 South 1st Street, in the heart of the Arts District, Las Vegas, Nevada. Make sure to check us out, LasVegasDreamFactory.com. Meridia Capital Holdings is a private equity firm targeting fundamental growth, drivers underpinning the rapid development of the cannabis industry. Our investment emphasis focuses on cultivation technologies, products, and services associated with the evolution of cannabis as an agricultural product, a natural healing-based medicine, and constitute for pharmaceutical formulations and a recreational consumer product. Meridia Capital Holdings seeks to invest in companies that successfully transition from startup to revenue-generating growth companies. We work to accelerate proven operating models, supercharge the growth of their commercial pipeline by identifying essential providers. With strong management teams, we can anticipate where enterprise level or large industrial providers in non-related cannabis fields will look to find growth. How? In their core businesses through acquisition or investment. This is the Baker Cast. The official Jerome Baker podcast on JeromeBaker.shop. Baker cast live in Las Vegas with Jerome Baker. The man himself, Jason Harris. Right on, man. Thanks for coming and visiting the studio. Stoked to have you guys in here. Yeah, thanks for having us out. Right on. So blessed to be a part of this whole energy. The place that we're in, we call it Las Vegas Dream Factory. Yes. So it's kind of like a neutral zone where anybody can come do projects or have fun or create artwork or whatever happens and be able to have a, a space to do that, you know, free of like, you know, advertising anything else if you don't if you don't right. want to. So sure. so I, I use it to make my, my pieces here. We show off the pieces in the galleries and um, you know, super cool to have people over. It's by appointment only, so you sure. know I don't I don't keep it open to the public and sure. it's just how it is. Yeah. It's fun stuff. Yeah. Right as you walk in the building you just, it just screams like this is Jerome Baker. You know, your brand is like Cool. And it's colorful, it's vibrant, and it's something that's, I think it's comfortable uh-huh. to, to the rest of the community. Sure, sure. So, so we've been getting a lot of good positive feedback. We want to do something called the Baker Cast with Jerome Baker, and people are really stoked on this idea. I love it. Let's go way back. Let's go way back. How did you first meet Bob Snodgrass and basically get involved with the school of Snodgrass, we like to call it? Sure. When I was a kid, uh, you know, and, I, and, I, and there was a, I'll kind of go back even further than before I met Bob Snodgrass. Sure. Okay, what's what's going on with the glass pipes in general and how we get to Bob Snodgrass is in the 90s, there was some good weed that had started to come over here from Amsterdam from sure. the coffee shops. The Northern Lights 5, the Hayes, right. different legitimate strains that were tasting good, smelling good. It was different the Mexican or Colombian that we were all used to in college. Right, right. You know, I'm in my late 40s right now. And so when the kind bud came in, we looked for some good ways to smoke it so we could taste it. So we'd be buying crack pipes. Okay. Um, and you put, you pack the weed in there and smoke it and, it, and it would just taste so good. 
so the glass was the way to go um, you know at the same time there was a company called graphics out they had a vinyl uh, you know plastic bong with a soup can and a sure. felt wrapped around it and that was the way to kind of smoke a snappy bong hit all right and so all these different like pieces of the puzzle came together when Bob Snodgrass invented the fumed glass technique. Right. Um, and so what he did was he makes the pipe appear to change color the more you use it. As you smoke out of it more and more, different things become apparent. And so with all that, you know, this this perfect storm was the the epicenter for the creation of these these cool glass pipes or the piper movement, um, mm -hmm. degenerate art, all this. You know, this is what yeah. it's about. So when I was a kid... I used that pipe to smoke the, the, the weed just because it tasted good, you know, and then as as I did Grateful Dead tour, you kind of start hearing the name Snodgrass. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, um, you know, I went out to Eugene, Oregon, and I looked in the white pages and looked up SNOD. You know, there's no internet at that point. Right. And uh, yes. went over to his house. I called him up, hey, man, can I come check out your scene? And, oh, uh, awesome. you know, he's just super cool, man. He had a little trailer at the time mm -hmm. and uh, living with his wife and his kid, and, his, and him and his kid were in the back of the trailer blowing glass pipes, and his wife was up there making stew and they were real Oregon folk and I came out sure. from the East Coast and so I was really attracted to that vibe and mm -hmm. who he is and, and what he is as a human you know just good people good yeah. folks just a just a good human that's oh, right absolutely that's right. and so that that's I think what bred his you know discovery of what we're doing now um, he also invented the push bowl back you know back then you know why, why the bowl is pushed as the heat rises and it won't yeah. burn your hands and so lots of little things came from Bob and so right. anyway that's how I met him is looking him up in the phone book and he was gracious enough to show me some technique mm -hmm. uh, I went up to Alaska and, and worked for a summer and figured out how much to buy a torch and bought my torch and my kiln and oh, started awesome. going and uh, back in the early days nobody knew anything besides a national hand torch which was a very small torch okay uh, they didn't know about there was a bigger torch oh really and uh at one point in everybody's history the uh the one guy dan k mm -hmm. came back from salem community college and salem is a place where they it's the only school in america you can still learn get a degree in scientific flame working That's which cool. is what we do to make these pipes so Dan, Dan K came back from Salem with a Carlisle torch and a 25 mil heavy wall, and that week that him and our Cameron and Bob invented the new, the first bubbler anybody ever saw with the oh, water wow. in the pipe. You know, the first, the right. very that's first how one. primitive That's how primitive it all was. You know, and it was so fun to be a part of it because yeah, we, we knew it was cool. Can't imagine, know? yeah. It was like doing fish tour in the late 80s. You know what I mean? Sure. You knew something was gonna pop in the end. Yeah. Bob just changed my world along with a lot of others. I'm lucky enough to be listed as, you know, number seven in his apprenticeship lineage. And um, I, I really appreciate, you know, being a part of the whole, you know, Piper movement. Eugene was the most incredible glass scene in the 90s that, are, that I could have ever been a part of. And I did a lot of things, you know. And so in, <clears throat> I was in my 20s. I had a, a business that we did, you know, $4 million a year in sales. Wow. Uh, we had 70 employees. Uh, I had a great CEO at the time, Saeed Matadi. I have had my, my partner, Jordan Schefter, has been with me mm -hmm. the whole time since college. Uh, so we have a, a tight-knit team. Right. And at that point, uh, you know, we were balling. It was like Willy Wonka's Bong Factory. I might yeah. have told oh, you that's this awesome. in a different interview. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, 
you know, that's that's kind of how it was all going at that point. You know, Eugene was cracking for sure. Right. Up in uh, Seattle, there was the the whole Glass um, Glassworks Park crew, and that was like Jay Lee and Marcel and some right. of those ballers, Banjo. You know, a lot of those guys had different technique that were coming out of there that were just fucking swamping. Right. Like Eugene suddenly with the color and everything. Well, along with Bob, I went to Pilchuck Glass School. Mm-hmm. And that was a big factor in uh, my learning experience. My first gla- glass class at Pilchuck was in 1995 with Robert Mickelson. And now he's one of the pipe ballers. Sure. So, um, you know, I, I had the experience of working with him before he made pipes. And I was making pipes in his class and got kind of reprimanded for it. <laughs> I sat down in his class. The first thing I made was a giant bubbler. And they all came to me <laughs> at nighttime. Like, oh, my God, you gotta, they can't do that. Put that down. I'm like, fuck, man. And I had right. never really seen a cold shop before, sure. which is where you can cut and saw and grind glass. Right. So I just took the thing and cut it all to pieces and, like, rewelded okay. it a different way so yeah. it couldn't be smoked out of. Yeah. You know, and then we, we played the game back then. You know, but it was a really cool experience in my glass blowing history. It's a sure. very important experience for anybody sure. that wants to know glass. Uh, and from there, uh, I met a guy named Hans Ittig. Mm-hmm. And Hans is a seventh generation German maestro. Okay. And uh, his dad is still alive, you know, kicking his grandpa, was doing uh, sucking up uh, mercury into thermometers. Oh, wow. 93 years old still. <laughs> That's and, amazing. Um, yeah, amazing. Amazing knowledge. And so when I started making bongs in a production way, mm-hmm. and I got my, you know, Henry Ford on and did my, you know, had one guy make a ball, pass it to the next guy, pass it to the next guy. And we had this, you know, production experience that we were able to make a lot of pieces with. He comes in and shows me in all my knowledge that I thought I knew everything. I was making one bong, and he co- taught me how to make two in the same amount of time. Oh, wow. So it's a thing that can change nice. your whole game. Sure, absolutely. You know, the glass blowing thing is 5,000 years old or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. It's super, super old. Oh, absolutely, old. yeah. And they have pieces from you know this, this t- these long times ago. So there's a lot of technique that's been around a long time. Mm-hmm. So you can't, like, we don't want to reinvent the wheel. If sure. you can find out what's going on for all these thousands of years of technique and use it in your own to build something new, that's what the Piper movement's done to this whole glass right. brain phenomenon. Who were some of the other students that joined you at the School of Snodgrass, like we like to say? So in that time that I was there, um, one of the most uh, prominent, you know, badass glass blowers that got with Bob was Cameron Tower. Okay. Now granted Hugh was there with Bob since day one. Hugh's been there and he's a quality killer flame worker um, and has an incredible style that, that lends to this whole Snodgrass thing. So with Hugh and Cameron there was a guy, also a guy back then called Tori and Tori invented the first spoon pipe. You know, nobody oh, ever oh, saw wow. a spoon what? before Tori. And everybody really? was like, oh, that, we called it a chicken leg, you know. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. And so we, I don't know what's happened to Tori. I don't see him in the scene at all anymore. But okay. I know Hugh's deep, deep, deep in the whole pipe, Piper movement. And he's got a very, you know, respectful manner about him. And he's just one of the most legit guys out there. And Cameron Tower came from seven years of welding bikes, bike, bike frames at Schwinn. Okay. To Bob Snodgrass, wow. and, and when he got to town, one of his first days in town before he ever started blowing glass was uh, at my house, and he drew a picture of my Bob Snodgrass pipe. I had this big fat one, you know, on my mantle, and he drew a picture of it. And then he went over there and met him and started working with him, and 
I still have the picture to this day. Another guy that started back then is Bob Batchum, and he's invented the inside out. You know, that's when they open up the fucking flare and sure. yeah. it's raw inside, and he does, he goes back down, and he put that's little cool. Jerry pictures in there oh, and that's shit. That's really cool. So it's just super cool experience back then in Eugene, and even as it grew, you know, it got it got funneled for a little while. Like, like a lot of people would come up there. I lived way out in the woods, bro, and I would have people show up from fucking Pennsylvania. In a van that had heard about me and wants to learn how to make a pipe. Oh, wow. Wow. And, and, and many of them, many of them, I would just kind of say, hey, man, I'm not worthy of like training guys right now. Yeah. I'm still learning and I want to make my production. And I don't really don't want to, you know, have the the burden uh, in the long run of teaching you something wrong. Sure. And so I would send them all to Bob. Okay. And many of these people that I sent to Bob, <laughs> i.e. Jerry Kelly, yeah. i.e. Brian, um, Brian Bates, Brian uh, Padilla, um, uh, you know, uh, Dave Willis was over there. There was a lot of people, you know, that went over there from that. And, uh, and just, you know, super cool stuff happens, you know. I mean, there's a lot of them, like, are the, uh, on the board of directors of the Glass Art Society now or working at Pilchuck Glass School or, you know, in some higher capacity in the, in the medium some sure. way. You know, I'm, I, I still get looked down on and frowned on as the bong guy, okay? But some of the great masters I'm friends with, you know what I mean? And then oh, we get the nudge. Yeah. I know I go to all the main conferences in the Glass Art Society mm -hmm. and try to stay current in really what's going on in the medium. Because sure. it's like playing a guitar. It's like if you can play, you know, play really good guitar, then you can play any kind of song, any kind of music you want. I just happen to be attracted to the bong. Because yeah. maybe he, like, represents something cool and it's a little old school, but... That's where that is. Stay tuned. Stay baked. I'm Adam Stellar. You just heard Jason Harris, the man behind JBD, live at the Dream Factory. For all of our podcasters, all of our Baker casters, this is a clip from Champs Trade Show, Las Vegas 2019 with Jordan Schefter and... Jason Harris. Aloha, guys. Good to see you out here on the floor, on the streets, yes. on the, and doing the grind. Ladies and gentlemen, live from Champs Trade Show, this is the Baker Cast. The debut of the Baker Cast. We're here with Jordan of Jerome Baker Glass. Thank yes, you. sir. Thank you. Yeah, so we're just feeling good. We're just feeling out the event, just trying to gather as much content for the Jerome Baker Company and present it. As so with the Baker cast. Love it. Love it. Thanks for having us. Thanks for coming down. Yeah, absolutely. So go ahead and tell us a little bit about, you know, how you helped form this historic, legendary company, Jerome Baker Glass. Um, me and Jason were roommates, and uh, we remember the first color-changing pipe that we saw for Bob. And, and then uh, upon moving out to Oregon because of the, uh, because of the good weed, we met Bob, learned how to blow glass, and started making color-changing tubes. And at that time, there was probably um, maybe one other company, uh, Jaw Creations, with okay. Chris. He was making tubes, and we were making tubes, and Bob was doing his color-changing pipes. And so it was a uh, it was a fun time to get started. Yeah. So you got to see the original school of Snodgrass, we like to call it, with the white lab coats. And Jason was the seventh apprentice, and Whoa. so yeah, number seven. That's cool. And so uh, we were very fortunate to be at that time in Eugene. Okay. And from my understanding, talking to Jason, you know, Oregon is where they had the best weed. 
That's why I moved out. We had, cool. we had a friend of ours. We were in Massachusetts, and she came to our room with this killer weed. And we looked at each other and said, let's move to Oregon. They have a good week. Go back to you a little bit about, you know, the School of Snodgrass, you know, how that evolved from that time to how you guys basically evolved into the company where, of what we're seeing right now at this Champs trade show. Well, it was all about the color changing glass. And uh, Bob wasn't really doing bongs. He was doing the pipes. And so it was fun at that time. But Bob, uh, God only knows where we'd all be without Mr. Snodgrass. So, um, you know, I saw him this morning, gave him a big hug, and always thank him for what he did for sure. all of us. Yeah. You know, and remind them that, you know, yeah. we, we were we were, we were were back in the day. Sure. You know, so we're, we're, we're almost 30 years old already. Okay. And so uh, we've been seeing, we saw the whole industry rise and then change. Okay. And so uh, it's been fun, and along with all the dead and all the all the um, the new age technology, yes, um, it brought this whole industry into a whole uh, wave that we're still riding. Sure. And so it's a lot of fun. I was always proud of Jerome uh, from where we started, where we are, who we are, that everybody knows us and what's going on. Um, it's very gratifying coming from nothing. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, you know, we're we're recognizable. Yeah. And when you see that, and when you see that logo in those colors, like they pop. People know. It's just it's my baby. People know that branding. It's and my so, baby. And so we wanted to present awesome. the Baker cast, you know, full on, full force. Awesome, awesome. Adam, thank you very much for, for what you do. Thank you so much. DroneBaker.shop. And we are live here at the first ever annual Las Vegas Cannabis Award Show here at the Hard Rock Cafe in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada, down here on the Strip. We are with a very busy man, a man receiving many accolades tonight. The man behind the Baker cast and Jerome Baker Designs himself, Jason Harris. How are you doing tonight? Aloha. We're doing great out here. Super fun to be on the Strip. Uh, what a cool venue to have a cannabis uh, ceremony in and uh, super blessed to be able to have people that can herd cats all together like this. No, absolutely. It's definitely a very magical night. Uh, so many wonderful people are here and you yourself are receiving a Lifetime Achievement Award tonight. How does that feel? Uh, it's a complete honor to be able to um, be, you know, in front of my peers and, uh, you know, get an award for just being persistent, you know what I mean? And like, that, that, that's my, that's my, my voice and what I have to, to tell people. This is the debut episode of the Baker cast. We thought the very first episode would be fitting to give you the history from the founders of JBD. Sometimes I feel like I'm channeling energy and what I produce are the keys to the spaceship. Be sure to check out the new Jerome Baker cannabis. EarlHillExtracts.com Small batch, artisan crafted, live resin from Humboldt County, California. That's right, EarlHillExtracts.com Now offering white label sauce, shatter, and or fresh frozen from brands, retailers, and wholesale. You are listening to The Baker Cast. Stay tuned, stay baked. JeromeBaker.shop Aloha. That's right, you know this journey began in 1991. Sometimes I feel like I'm channeling energy and what I produce are the keys to the spaceship. Sometimes I feel like I'm channeling energy and what I produce are the keys to the spaceship. Make sure to check out aquadelics.com. That's right. 
jamming on Maui. So now a little bit about tie-dye. So when looking at nature or art, it is fun to project our inspirations of different aspects of the way we choose to live our lives, especially by the clothing options we choose to wear. Now, based on our emotions and moods of our being, representing the way of ourselves and the nature of the earth connected through vibrant colors of our ancient people as they did before us. So each one of these suits that has been tie-dye has been originally created by a design from a tie-dye artist. Now once the sacred fabric art has been set for 24 hours and washed out three times, its picture was taken with the highest resolution camera in the studio. Now the dye sub process of heat transferring into synthetic water resistant fabric then begins. Tattooing the white fabric, the colors come to life leaving us with an enjoyable piece of freedom to express ourselves through living color. That was a little bit more about the dye and sub printing process at aquadelics.com. That's right, jamming on Maui. This is the Baker Cast, the official Drone Baker podcast. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned, stay bait. This is the Baker Cast, the official Jerome Baker podcast on JeromeBaker.com, live at Champs Trade Show. Here with Stone Rod, here with Jason Harris and Jerome Baker. How you doing? Right on. Super stoked to be out here with Stoner Rob and the crew. Awesome Champs Trade Show going on. High energy out here. We're smoking tough. Yeah, that's right. I was just I just caught you over at the Deb and Granny booth over there. What's up, Stoner Rob? How you doing? I'm doing good, man, dude. Uh, it's like an honor to be right here. What kind of glass show is it if you don't have Jason in the building? Jerome Baker himself, like the inventor of actually smoking some heady pieces in my opinion you know what i mean and so 21 years ago you guys actually threw champs trade show in hotels you know so tell us a little bit about that wonderful energy before all this how what a trip god before champs there was uh, the asd show we used to set up over there at the alexis park and everybody kept their hotel room doors open and it was a full throttle rager and um as the thing got more and more larger then um champs trade show started and we were at the first champs we had eight booths at the first champs there was like i think 32 booths total and uh rock and roll here we are today thousand deep and uh going strong you guys actually created the world's largest hookah that actually we can hold an ounce of concentrate on the top of that so i think it'd be cool if we get stoner rob down there we yeah. need some real-time experienced yeah. fucking smokers on this yes. hookah and um this is my week right now i'm gonna get all the bugs out of it and um make sure it works perfectly and then we're gonna have a secret sesh uh probably at my house and uh we're gonna get this thing rocking and rolling yeah definitely invited over rob and the crew and uh hope to uh, that you can definitely join us that's a for sure dude that's even if my kids being born that day i'm like babe i gotta go yeah. uh, jerome baker's having a party with a it's exclusive it's concentrates exclusive. in a hookah you'll understand the kid will know <laughs> so tell us about the you tour coming up oh so check it out you guys i'm actually going to be going on tour it's called the stoner robs uh Dirty Hotel Rooms and Life Changes Tour. So it starts off down here in Nevada. I work my way up the West Coast. We're gonna actually be doing Mendocino. So we're taking it to all the stoner places, Washington, Colorado, and then we finish back in Hollywood, California. It'll be a three month tour. You're gonna wanna jump on this. I got some amazing guest stars. Every night, a different guest star. So rumors are in the mix that four nights of this tour, Tommy Chong will be jumping in. We have people like Doug Benson, like Rob Van 
Van Dam, some amazing stars, man. And I would love to have some Jerome Baker huge bongs on the, for the whole tour on stage. That would be the craziest thing in the world. Yeah. And so one last thing. So we're dropping the JBD CBD line. Go to go to the booth 7040. Also, JBD Cannabis dropping in California and Nevada. We need your help pushing that. You know what I mean? What do you oh. think about JBD Cannabis? Oh, dude, JBD Cannabis, that's got to be a hitter. If Jerome Baker's name's on it, for sure it's going to be dank. JBD, it's got to sound for Jerome Baker dank now. If it's on the cannabis <laughs> line, the JBD, yeah. man. Make sure you get that Jerome Baker dank. I'm going to go try it out right now. I don't even know why we're still talking. No, 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 exactly. <laughs> anyway, shout out to Jason. Right on, bro. Shout out to Baker Cast and definitely big shout out to Stoner Rob and all the, the movement that's happened this past couple of years, pushing the cannabis and respecting the plant. All right. Aloha. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Baker Cast, the official Jerome Baker podcast on JeromeBaker.com. This is the official Jerome Baker podcast. I'm Adam Stella. Stay tuned. Stay paid. Hear our past podcast content at JeromeBaker.shop. Did you try the new Jerome Baker cannabis yet? This is the Baker Cast. I'm Adam Steller. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned. Stay baked. Make sure to check this out. Jerome Baker got shop. Try the new Jerome Baker cannabis. Aloha. I'm Adam Steller. Stay tuned. Stay baked. Check out our past podcast content on JeromeBaker.shop and try the new Jerome Baker cannabis today. Very historic day for Jerome Baker and the team. All that new Woo Cannabis Marketplace, you can scoop the JBD Cannabis line. I'm here with Jason Harris himself. How you doing? I'm good, good, bro. We're out here on the new Woo Cannabis Marketplace, one of the largest cannabis dispensaries in the world. 24-hour drive-through window up here. It's great. And we're super stoked to be launching our new cannabis today. Uh, we have 30 limited edition handmade jars inside with the Inferno OG filled inside and super stoked. Uh, super fire weed, all indoor chronic, high THC content and uh, super flavorful. And um, yeah, come on down. We're here live in Las Vegas on 420. We'll be here all day. And there's only 30 jars, all limited run. And right here, first time ever. We're so blessed and grateful to catch up with Jason Harris, the OG OG of the modern functional glass art movement, also known as Jerome Baker Glass. How you doing, man? I'm pretty good, bro. Hanging out out here in Maui, Hawaii. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, we're set up here at the Yellow Submarine. Could you tell some of our listeners how you got into glass art and how you got involved with the father of glass, Bob Snodgrass? Yeah, you know, I was um, I was an art major in college and, you know, really interested in process-oriented arts. Sure. At the same time, I was on Grateful Dead tour, and there was some, some, some the kind bud was happening then. It was like the, the, the early uh, early 90s, you know, you just started mm-hmm. smoking Northern Lights and some of the... Um, sure. Some of the some of the strains that got introduced into America uh, that was going in in Holland, and uh, you know we needed something good to smoke out of. People were buying crack pipes, and you know you pack right. a crack pipe with some kind of weed. It tasted really good, and that was like the best best flavor you can get. 
So, you know, I was out on Grateful Dead tour. There was, you know, a dude out there selling glass pipes, and we had gotten one. And when we smoked out of it, it made all the sense in the world. And then the magic of it was it appeared to change color the more you used it. Right, absolutely. Um, so it was it was really cool. And we heard about this dude, Bob Snodgrass, in Eugene, Oregon. And so right about that time, I was to Oregon to go to college at the University of Oregon and looked up uh, Bob Snodgrass on the white pages, that's G-R-A-S-S, and, uh, you know, called him up and said, hey, can I come over to the house? And wow. Went over and got, got treated like family from day one. Uh, you know, it was like the old the old man in his overalls and <laughs> chewing on the hay grass and um, <laughs> yeah. was in the kitchen cooking uh, rabbit stew and she you know, killed her own rabbits and cooked stew. That's awesome. And it was really cool, man. It was Oregon style. It was a real, real good introduction into Oregon and, and meeting this, you know, wizard in, in the flesh. And, and it was before the big, you know, explosion of pipe makers. So, you know, it was me. I was hanging out in the living room watching TV with Hugh from Hugh Glass. And wow. there was only a couple of other people in the room at that point, you know. And, and uh, I decided then that I wanted to learn glass blowing. So I went up to Alaska and worked for a summer and got enough money to buy myself a torch and came back down. I got to be, you know, part of the whole Snodgrass, you know, evolution, and it was like kind of like uh, being in, in Paris at the time, you know, with Manet, Monet, Picasso, Matisse. Uh, yeah. You know, you're you're around a lot of similar like-minded people, you know, doing an artwork that um, we knew was was real special. You know, it was nice nice the sharing of ideas and the building out of the whole the whole program. I mean, when we when we were kids, we we only knew about a national hand tour. There was no internet around to tell you what's going on. Absolutely. And um, when, when we finally and figured out there was a big torch to use, it was a, a day later that Bob and Cameron and Dan Kay invented the bubbler. That was the oh. first time we saw the water go through the thing, you know? Right. Stay tuned. Stay big. For the interview with Josh Young. That's right. Lions Pride Genetics. Earth Green. Cali Farms, Humboldt County, California. That's right. The cultivators of the new Jerome Baker cannabis. This is the Baker Cast. I'm Adam Steller. Stay tuned. Stay baked. Make sure to hear our past content on DromeBaker.shop and try the new Jerome Baker cannabis today. Meridia Capital Holdings is a private equity firm targeting fundamental growth, drivers underpinning the rapid development of the cannabis industry. Our investment emphasis focuses on cultivation technologies, products, and services associated with the evolution of cannabis as an agricultural product, a natural healing-based medicine, and constitute for pharmaceutical formulations and a recreational consumer product. Meridia Capital Holdings seeks to invest in companies that successfully transition from startup to revenue-generating growth companies. We work to accelerate proven operating models, supercharge the growth of their commercial pipeline by identifying essential providers. With strong management teams, we can anticipate where enterprise level or large industrial providers in non-related cannabis fields will look to find growth. How? In their core businesses through acquisition or investment. This is the Baker Cast, the official Jerome Baker podcast on jeromebaker.shop.